You're listening to Show Me Your Mic, a show that interviews other podcasters about their workflows, gear, and thoughts on podcasting. Your host is Chris Enns, a podcaster who's hoping to learn more about the craft by talking to fellow broadcasters. Yeah, the whole like branded stuff for having having the corporate uh, YouTube channel be the one that ends up at the top for for YouTube. I, I mean, uh, YouTube is kind of that, that kind of place where they just, you can put anything, yeah. and <laughs> it's sometimes it's better to just have really candid reviews act, actually at the top that people can can look at. They they probably respond a little bit better to that anyway. Yeah. Yeah, less corporate Yeah. Biz speak. Yeah, well, nobody <laughs> wants to hear me that much, so. Everybody wants to hear you, Kyle. <laughs> the voice of an angel. There's, well, so there's, I, I guess I'm a bodybuilder and I, I play the piano. <sighs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I would just want to be all, I want to be all these people combined. <laughs> the super, the super Kyle, Uber Kyle. Super, yep, yep. All right, well, what you're listening to is, uh, Show me your mic. Uh, hopefully, you figured that part out. And who you're listening to, if you haven't figured out, is Uber Kyle Roderick. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? I'm well. I'm just going to jump right into the show because I know you've got a a heart out, as we sometimes say. <laughs> to go, <laughs> I do. I go do. hop on another show. You're Mr. Podcast today. I am. You're Should be to, fun. Yeah. Should be fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's good to have you on. Um, you're the uh, one of the patron saints of of SSKTN <laughs> in the form of membership, but also that's not. I'm not just shamelessly plugging you in, in thanks for for being a member of SSKTN. Which, if you're listening and you're interested, SSKTN.com/slash/member is where you can find out how to join the club that Kyle is a part of. But uh, <laughs> if that's not it's the cool, cl- cool kids club, yeah, for sure. Cool California kids, for sure. But we're not. Li- <laughs> it's not just limited to California. But you're also a podcaster in your own right. You have now. Uh, you've passed over the ten episode threshold that I've sort of unofficially set as the <laughs> the limit yep. or the minimum bar for for show me your mic. Now is uh, over at Build and Ship. Your podcast, buildandship.tv. Buildandship.tv. Am I getting that right? Yeah, building. Yes. Yep, buildandship.tv is the URL. And so uh, for folks who haven't listened yet, what's the, the show? Um, the general premise is that uh, we wanted to create a podcast that was about an actual thing. Um, and so what we decided to do, <laughs> I, just have to- I, I know that that kind of sounds really convoluted, <laughs> but it's, it, it, we wanted to have a specific focus for it to, um, and what, what it's about is creating a product, uh, like a digital product from start to finish. Uh, the item that we chose to kind of start it all off with was an iOS application. And I did it with my good friend, James Mason, who lives in uh, Colorado and he's a, uh, an engineering graduate student over there. Nice. And so, uh, what's the, actually, first of all, I wanted to ask, where'd you source your intro music? And I actually realized this afterwards. I went back to episode one and saw that, but what did you, cause you got some nifty little, uh, intro Yeah. Music. You know that's that's a tough thing. It's it's the first thing people hear a lot of times, um, and I wanted to have something catchy, but not something that you know felt too much like it was about development or or too techy um, or too dancey, I guess. And we uh, settled on this kind of eight bit slash drum intro um, by a guy named Animal Cannon, and I just 
kind of emailed him out of the blue. He had a, uh, a Bandcamp page, which I which I did link to on episode one, and um, we just emailed him and asked him if it would be okay, and said, you know, we're probably not going to have any sponsors for this, so there's no, there's just not going to be any, uh, you know, we're not going to be making any any money off of it. Um, and he said it was cool and just attributed him on the first episode and, and we went from there. I'll just see if it actually is. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, I think, um, so that's the intro music there, but, uh, and he's getting lots Welcome of, week one. <laughs> there we, go. we, um, the, in the last episode, uh, week 11, I actually did the, intro live mixed for the first time. So I didn't have it put into the, uh, into the template and I had it on a soundboard here and, um, you know, started it, had it recording as a separate track, ducked it when I wanted to start talking and it ended up being pretty cool. Really easy. You know, no, almost no editing when we were, um, Oh, I thought he dropped out. I was going to, I was actually trying to find the screen. <laughs> I thought I heard the Skype call drop. Yeah. Looks like I lost you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I get for playing your podcast while I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> Cause I was, uh, yeah, I was, I thought I heard the little thing, something drop out. Yeah. I thought you ended the sentence kind of abruptly. I wasn't sure. And then kept going, but, uh, there we go. Luckily Skype does the auto connect or auto reconnect. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you were saying you, li- you mixed it live as opposed to doing it after the fact, uh, in post and, uh, maybe just, I guess what the reasoning for that is just to do it a little quicker and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it yeah, it was to to just do it a little bit quicker and kind of um I mean you guys do this all this stuff live too and um it's pretty impressive that uh that you guys are able to, you know, juggle talking to me and and putting out tweets and and have this all going live at the same time and um it's something that I will probably want to do towards the future and um I figured, you know, may as well start this now and try and figure out the uh figure out how I could do it or um how we could have kind of intro music and sounds kind of going at the same time as, as everything else. So, right. Um, so what it was it, a lot less, it was a lot less work to, to uh, edit that later too. Yeah. What did you, so what did you end up using? So uh, just talk me through a bit of the gear and stuff that you're using for the, for the show. Um, the, for the, um, the talk, soundboard, the, I use the am- Ambrosia soundboard. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a popular, uh, and are you using it on, on an iPad? The iPad app or in, in a, on your Mac? I'm not. I'm using it. So I guess I could talk about the the Mac setup I have for this right now. Sure. Um, I have the a um, MacBook Pro running the Ambrosia software with the uh, the intro on there, and then I have a uh, iMac, which is kind of recording us at the moment, and then a Mac Mini is where the uh, the Skype call comes in. Gotcha. So you got you're doing the three similar to what I do the and a lot of folks are doing nowadays is the sort of three Mac <laughs> setup what yeah. uh and you have some sort of mixer that you're using as well in there what's what's a model brand whatever so I actually well um as a little bit of background I started my career in music um as a drummer and I wanted to be able to record drums and I didn't want to have to spend a ton of money on just a plain old mixer from like uh, a guitar center or anything where you have to kind of plug everything in and then there's one output that goes into the computer where you record. 
So I did a little bit of research and found something called a Firepod by PreSonus. And this is probably something from 2006, 2005 um, that they've since replaced uh, with something called the FP10. But uh, it's a 24-bit uh, 96K Firewire recording interface. So there's not really any mixing capabilities. It's just simply a bunch of mic inputs and a bunch of line inputs that then go out into a Firewire cable that I can plug into the back of my Mac. Nice. And then into uh, what are you using for software to record? Uh, software right now, I, I've been jumping through a couple of different applications. I started with uh, Adobe Audition, which is what I'm in right now. Um, but I had this kind of in-between phase where I was using something called Multitrack Studio uh, at multitrackstudio.com. Um, on my iMac, it's a it's a 2007 uh, iMac, mid mid 2007, I think, and it doesn't it doesn't run software very well. Um, it's just barely struggling to run Adobe Audition right now and record multiple tracks. So I wanted to find something a little more lightweight, and I ended up finding um, Multitrack Studio, which is super lightweight. I think the download is six megabytes or something, or eight megabytes. Um, it, it'll record multi-tracks, but I was having some weird issues with uh, having inputs from two different machines plus uh, the um, Mac Mini that runs the, the Skype call. So after a little while, I had to eventually ditch that one um, in order to do kind of this, this live mixing I was talking about earlier. And I've jumped back into uh, Adobe Audition. Are you using the latest, like, whatever they're calling it now, Creative Cloud version? Uh, CC, no, I'm CC. actually on CS6 okay. still. Which is one one version back, right? It is one yeah. version back. Yeah, I, I've been looking at, at CC. There seems to be a couple of cool features for that. But, I mean, there's, yeah, 19 bucks a month for one program. I, I can't justify that at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's a tough, uh, yeah, the whole Creative Cloud debate, I guess, is a whole other discussion for another show probably but uh but yeah the ongoing uh when you come from the day and age of you know paying two three four hundred dollars for the software it's kind of like well I use it for for a month and 19 bucks it's not too bad to try it out but yeah yeah if you're well gonna... and i would i mean i would love to use logic um especially the new the new logic pro 10 or x or whichever they're calling it um that one seems pretty great. I actually use uh, Logic to compose a lot of the music I do um, on a larger machine, uh, the the Mac Pro. Um, but I don't have that as part of my my studio setup here. Um, I, man, I really, I really would love to use Logic, but right now, actually, Audition seems to work really well with this hardware um, in terms of grabbing the sound and being able to route it back out and apply effects to it and then send it to, to what you'd be hearing right now. So I actually have, uh, you know, a compressor, an equalizer, a limiter, like everything loaded up onto my voice and it's sending it back over to you um, through Skype. Right. And, uh, but in software in the... Yeah, yeah, in, in the, software, which is interesting. So it's what I'm, I guess, it's a little bit of weird finagling, but um, I have, <laughs> I have the inputs... To my headphones, my uh, my monitoring turned all the way down. So I'm actually only hardware monitoring my voice. 
and I'm hearing everything else coming from the hardware being monitored uh, to my headphones. But what I'm having sent through uh, the actual line outputs are um, an affected version of that that I'm monitor I'm software monitoring with Adobe Audition. I could probably draw it out or or make a <laughs> uh, a tutorial for this um, if people are interested. But it, it's a little weird, and I've I've spent probably way too long trying to figure this out and make it sound good. <laughs> Well, no, and you sound really good. That's what I was joking with uh, on another show with and about having you on here and saying I don't, I didn't really want to have you on because your voice sounds too good, and so, which uh, it's uh, again. <laughs> well, my, thank you, Chris. Yeah, that means that that actually means a lot to me. <laughs> my backhanded compliment expertise coming into play there, but um, no, I think it would it would be worth doing. I th I know I threw up on uh, dribble. I didn't throw up on dribble. I threw threw a. You you drip you dribbled a I, little bit of yeah. throw up on the dribble. <laughs> Just a rough schematic Close. thing that I did for what I'm, you know, sort of my gear and setup on with SSKTN and, and uh, definitely folks sort of appreciate that and kind of like having that visual of, so yeah, throwing something together like that anyways would probably be worth, uh, worth doing because uh, it helps. It's always interesting just, you know, we all kind of use variations on the, the sort of the, the basic level stuff, which some folks are using where it's just a, you know, uh, a mic, USB mic into the computer and they're talking on Skype and they record with Skype call recorder. Right. That's sort of one level and there's variations on that. And then there's the sort of next level up of some sort of mixer, some sort of computer gear and stuff, but you're still not throwing a whole bunch of hardware racks of compressors and limiters and whatever. You're still doing all the software stuff, which, I mean, it sounds good, so why not? I mean, well, I would love that. I would love to just have an effects rack here where I'm I'm routing things and porting things. I mean, I love I love audio. I love the sound of of I hate the sound of my own voice, but I love <laughs> trying to like figure all of this stuff out. It feels like a, every time I do this, it feels like a puzzle. And I think that's what is really appealing to all of this is that there's not really a set equation for what is going to sound good. It's kind of, it's almost like design, right? It's very much just whatever works and whatever feels right and whatever sounds good is, is what's going to be the most effective. And I feel like, I, I think I, I kind of hit a stride with this and, and things sound good so far. I don't know where I'm going to go from here, whether I'm going to upgrade to some actual hardware compressors and, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's working so far. So I'm happy. I'm happy with it. Is, uh, so, and so your final edits are done now. I forget which way you ended up. Are you back in audition or back? Oh yeah. So sorry. I, I am back in, in Adobe audition right now. And that's where I will end up kind of slicing up the show, doing a tiny bit of editing. Um, I leave in a lot of those, those terrible ums. I have really bad vocal tics. Um, but I, <laughs> I just leave them in, I guess it, it sounds more natural. Um, and yeah. And then from there we, we export to, uh, probably, a, a 96, uh, kilobyte or, or one twelve kilobyte and throw it up onto, uh, Libsyn, um, is the one I use for hosting. Nice. And yeah, I, I really like Libsyn. You can see all of the statistics and the, the downloads and the numbers. And, um, it was really helpful in terms of finding out that we were featured on iTunes. Um, one of the first few weeks that, that we created this, we had, you know, a, a huge number of downloads. Um, huge, huge, huge from what we expected. 
uh, I don't think, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's part of kind of why I feel like this was, was a pretty successful project is we kind of went into it without any expectations and just wanted to catalog, um, catalog things for ourselves and put it out there for people who may find it beneficial, but really not have any expectations about it. And so, um, with that in mind, I guess 11 episodes in to the show, you're, um, as of episode 11, you have, uh, shipped it or oh no well yeah that's (laughs) i guess i should say the the show isn't done at the moment but the run that we've had with this project that we were on we are finished with it um the show is called build and ship and i feel a little bit ridiculous saying that it hasn't shipped uh (laughs) but it's it's more of the idea of like working through something and getting it to a point where um whether it it actually ships or not, we feel like we've learned something from the process and we feel like we've accomplished something. And it's, it was actually inspired a lot by uh, uh, Josh Long and Drew Wilson's book, Execute. Um, Both the the creation of the podcast and the actual kind of product that we were working on. Um, But the the main thing that we wanted to do was uh, differentiate the like take the skills that you already have and and do something super quick into uh, treat this as a learning experience and try and find out um you know how each other work and uh, what it's going to take in order to if we wanted to if we wanted to do this again what that's what that should entail and what we could do better each time in order to make this process better um and i think it's it's almost like creating a company or trying to figure out how to work with coworkers. Um, so you can kind of draw a lot of, uh, of analogies between what we are doing as sort of a, a side project and over Skype. And, you know, we've been best friends for 15 years thing into like, I just met this person and this designer developer, and I need to figure out how to work with them. And it's been, yeah, it's just been a, it's been a ton of fun. And um, I, I do want to actually mention, too, that it was very much inspired by uh, your show, this show, actually, Show Me Your Mic. I was listening to, uh, gosh, which episode? I, I believe, it, I'm sure it was the episode with Tim, Tim Smith, um, episode two, maybe? Yeah. One of those. Uh, yeah. And um, I was flying over to uh, South by Southwest and uh, just listening to you know, what it takes to kind of put all this stuff together. Um, it, it sounded pretty complicated, but it sounded like a challenge that I wanted to, to face and kind of try and create something for myself that wasn't, wasn't a piece of art, I guess. It was more of a product. So the, the whole project itself is kind of one of those kind of build and ship sort of things. Um, but we, I, I was the one kind of, creating the website and, and putting it through WordPress and uh, setting it up with iTunes and stuff. And, uh, and I, I brought uh, James on my co-host uh, when it was time to kind of create this, this whole uh, build and ship product from start to finish um, the actual uh, thing we are focusing on. Right. And so just a bit about what, how you guys actually set up and plan to record and stuff like that. Um, 
uh, and sort of prepare for a show. Who mm-hmm. who does most of the sort of like, okay, this week we're going to do this, and, and what are you using to sort of collaborate on taking it one step? Obviously, you talk about some of the collaboration tools you use for the building the app itself, but as far as what you're using for the podcast, what are you what are you doing there? Typically, we'll be on uh, a Google document, a Google Drive doc, and um, we have one document that we, we keep from week to week, and we just uh, separate them into pages. Um, and then depending on what kind of week both of us had, um, excuse me. It's okay. You can get a little emotional. It's, <coughs> it's always hard talking, on water. hard talking about it. So. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> that California water or are you? Uh, yeah. Oh boy. It was down hard. <clears throat> Sorry, man. I, I was worried I was going to have to somehow do a Skype audio uh, Heimlich maneuver. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over, over the internet. You, yeah. you may be able to send a, a little bit of a jolt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, so we're using Google docs. We have one document. And that carries from week to week. Uh, it was tough. Some of those, some of those middle episodes, you can kind of feel like, okay, they they started talking in this episode and they didn't really have a direction, and <laughs> and that was that was absolutely the case. We did have something we wanted to kind of focus on and and get the progress reports out, um, but it's it's like those meetings that you have uh, where. You just need to give the status of something and there's not really much else to talk about. And we wanted to, to, to fill some time with something valuable for the listener. And sometimes that was successful and, and sometimes that wasn't. So out of, out of 11 episodes, um, that ratio can be kind of high, unfortunately, between stuff that's useful and stuff that isn't. Um, but yeah, we just stuck it in, in a Google document and typically I would write the, uh, the outline for the episode and, uh, and James and I would just work through, work through that. Yeah. That's, that's what's interesting. Cause I know, um, you know, there's such a difference between the workflow for a podcast that you do with folks or versus a podcast you do solo or like where I'm interviewing you and my workflow changes from that. Like I, I just use everything local. I don't have to worry about Google docs syncing and all that kind of stuff and just text edit, right. text files and stuff. But, um, and then, yeah, the shows we do with, with other folks, then it's a little more involved. You have to, you have to share. And well, and that was, that, I, you know, it, it may sound, um, it may sound easy or, or whatever, but trying to get your co-host to, of a show to show up every week can be tough too. Just like, like trying to, it is just try just like, excuse me, trying to book a guest. It could be just just as difficult um especially being a side project this was something that you know every week we did want to talk and every week we wanted to we wanted to at least talk offline about the project we were doing but to show up at nine you know 8 p.m my time 9 p.m his time and want to do a half an hour 45 minute talk between the two of us over you know something we had been working on all week or something that we hadn't worked on for two weeks, it's tough. Um, so working through that was, was one of the, one of the most important things that I learned about this whole thing is just sticking to it. And, and I mean, it may not 
totally pay off, but, uh, but I feel good about it. And I'm, I'm glad that I did this, this whole thing. Yeah. I think in podcasting, that's one of those things where it's, I always go back and forth. It's kind of the grass is greener on the other side, always scenario of having a interview show. And it's like, Oh, I got to arrange guests and schedule and blah, blah, blah. And it'd be so easy if we just had a co-host and we just always knew every Tuesday at 10 AM or whatever we record. But then you do start doing that and your co-host or co-hosts or whatever sometimes show up. So, well, usually they show up. I, I'm speaking from personal experience. They usually show up, but yeah. maybe they, they've had a busy week, a crappy week, or they've been on holidays or you've been on holidays and all of a sudden it's just hard to, you can't just quickly, uh, it's a lot harder to vamp and uh, come up with a good show when you haven't obviously, when you obviously haven't prepared as well. And so with, I think with co-hosts, whereas with a guest, uh, short of, you know, completely not preparing at all, it's a lot easier to sort of just, you're having a fresh conversation with a new person for the first time, likely, and it's a little easier to make something interesting, even if you're not completely head in the game uh, on the show. So, absolutely, yeah, I completely agree. So, um, speaking of being prepared, I wasn't prepared for where to go from from that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Just in a in an interest of transparency, and uh, well, no, I can I can go through a couple more uh, pieces of my <laughs> gear if you'd like. Yeah, well, actually, and. Uh, uh, part of that, and you you referenced this earlier, and I wanted to bring it into the discussion too. Is your day job? Are you allowed to say where you work on a on a? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, podcast? I I I can. Yeah, it's it's on my website, so I figure okay. yeah. I figure that should be okay. <laughs> I work for uh, a company called Mophie. They create uh, mobile accessories and software for um, iOS currently, and um, so we we basically we create the battery cases for your iPhone. Um, and I, I work as an interaction designer there and, uh, and I definitely love my job. Um, I work on mostly the, the interface and visual design and interaction design and user experience for, uh, iOS products right now. And it's actually, a ton of fun. as of, if you're listening live or maybe even to, or later today, they're in the process of relaunching their website. So that's why you're not going to get anything on there right now, but, uh. There's some great videos, and presumably they'll still be on there in some form. And when the new site launches, that's you're not involved with the website itself, right? That's what uh, you'd mentioned. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. They're doing a they're doing a relaunch today, so hopefully by the time this this goes out, they should be up and uh, up and running. It was a really good uh, should be a really good launch. The I know the guy working on it, obviously, and uh, and he's been working really hard on it. So hopefully it's well received. Yeah, and the, and part of what was on the old site, and will hopefully be somewhere on the new site as well, is the sort of video tutorial training marketing videos uh, type mm-hmm. stuff that was on there that you actually did the audio for and uh, or the voice anyways the voiceover for is that yeah yeah I actually so mouth? from the beginning um, I mean Mofi's been kind of a small team for a little while but um, we didn't really have anybody doing uh, doing video and when I when I first came to the company about two and a half years ago uh, now almost three um, that was a role that I just kind of started randomly filling and doing, doing the voiceovers, doing the, the music production, uh, creating the videos, learning, uh, 3d motion graphics and stuff like that. So, um, I had a hand in, in a, in a lot of those, but since then it's kind of blossomed into a, a full on, full on marketing campaigns and stuff. And they're, they're doing a really great job of it so far. And so is that where you mentioned drumming was sort of your, one uh, gateway drug, if you will, towards uh, yeah. podcasting. But is that sort of also the uh, getting a familiarity with you know gear and recording and talking and 
that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Talking, actually talking, not so much. Um, we were, I, I mean, <laughs> in high school, you, you play in a garage band that makes really terrible music and you want to record it. Um, and so we were trying to find a way to, to record that and make it not sound super terrible, but going back and listening to that stuff now, it's so bad. Is it it's really somewhere? bad. It's oh my gosh! It probably is online somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to show you that. That's a good question. I may, Chris. I may. Well, I somebody may. might dig it up. We'll see. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Goodness, that would. Oh. But so oh, so I started um, started out as a drummer, and yeah, like I said, like trying to figure out how to mic instruments, and because I actually had a uh, an acoustic set. And so trying to mic all the different drums and get different sounds and having overheads and, you know, you mic the kick with one drum and you mic the snare with the, uh, or with one mic and you mic the snare with a different mic. Um, and just the, the different types of tonalities that you're trying to get and making sure things don't bleed between stuff. Um, it was a, a really complex uh, first go at like trying to figure out the whole recording process and mics and everything like that. But um, yeah, vocals and, and everything is, can be just as complex. I feel um, the, the mic I'm using right now, it's actually one of the mics that I would, uh, I would either use for the overheads or I would mic a couple of, uh, of toms with kind of the, the higher end toms. Um, it's an MXL 990. And it's a, it's a condenser mic, so you have to uh, route phantom power to it. But um, for vocals, it's okay. Um, that's why I'm having to run all these different effects racks on it and, and send it to you uh, through Skype. Um, it just gets a lot of room noise. Uh, I, I would love to upgrade it to, say, like a, a, the Shure SM... SM seven or one of, one of those or the, or the PR 40, obviously. Um, but I just, it's hard to, <laughs> hard to justify those as well. When I, when I don't have, uh, people really supporting the podcast with, you know, financially or, or am I bringing in any other, any other sort of, uh, income for, for this thing specifically. Right. And that's, uh, yeah, but it sounds, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, I've said before, like I said, it sounds really good. The, the, the setup that you're using anyways, and, and, uh, sounds like you don't have my issue of, uh, potentially either kids running in and banging on the doors or a vacuum cleaner going in the background. Like there is, well, or you know, you? I, I do, I do have, I have four cats and oh, at the, at the moment they're sleeping. So things are okay. But, uh, <laughs> Every every week we would record the podcast, and I would definitely have to remove remove remove. Oh man, that's that was a that's a terrible Freudian slip. But I would have to remove some of the uh, some of them from from the mix at the end for sure. But, <laughs> so you, know, you would it's, actually. It's just what you do. Yeah. How much editing did you do of the, or do you do of the show when you're after post production work? Depends. Uh, there were weeks where I wouldn't edit at all. I would only put the intro and the outro. Uh, week 11, I did a pretty significant amount of editing um, only because a call dropped out and I didn't want there to be this, this long silence. So trying to, I mean, trying to finesse that, like having where somebody dropped out and then restarting the conversation and not making that sound weird. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's tough. It's tough. I mean, you're going you're gonna to have to do that for this episode, probably, if you do it at all. <laughs> yeah, so, we'll see how lazy I am after I finish recording. Too <laughs> <laughs> lazy to edit. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, and it's, that goes back to, I think, the discussion of a natural reality of what the conversation was is kind of fun. And obviously, you don't want to have a big, long, fumbling, one sided, time filling <laughs> conversation. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, having the natural stuff. And then that's an argument, I guess, that could be made for this show where, you know, it's a bit of the behind the scenes of recording a podcast and why not show some of the, the things that happen in re- reality of recording a podcast that go on that, um, that you might have to deal with as you're, when you're setting up a show. So and totally. Yeah. And I think you do a good job of that. It's just kind of like, you know, the episodes start and it, they feel very natural. Um, they don't feel forced a lot of times. And I think um, Dan Benjamin over at five by five obviously does that pretty well too, where it's, you know, the, the frequency is, is all off the cuff kind of stuff. And um, it's, it's weird. You feel like you're in the studio with them. And, and I, I don't know, I, from a, a sound, you know, uh, uh, I sit behind this microphone all the time perspective. It, it's kind of cool. It's kind of neat. Yeah. There's no question that what he does and going back to streaming live, uh, whether it's streamed live or just live to tape, so to speak, or live to mm-hmm. hard disk or <laughs> flash drive too many different devices to come up with a nice simple thing. But, um, he does. Yeah unquestionably a great job of of recording and making all that sound good uh, and i think like like the the live angle which is something you haven't dabbled with yet right like as far as live streaming the the recording that's correct yeah no we haven't we haven't done any live any live shows yet right and that's which um for anybody listening in case you're not aware i don't often talk about it on the show but it's something that we do uh here as i record and stream it out live at ssktn.com slash live, as long as I remember to hit the right button <laughs> and turn it on, which has happened a few times where I've forgotten. But, um, you know, in a few folks, there's a chat room. You can tune in and, and mouth back it, uh, give us feedback, nice thoughts or not otherwise. And uh, and it just, yeah, creates a bit of, I, I enjoy it because it creates a bit of community. It's it's You can get distracted by it if it's a show like this where it's more of an interview show that you wouldn't necessarily want to always just be polling the chat room for and waiting because there's a you know an audio delay as it goes out and and things like that but um yeah yeah so going looking forward to the future i guess with build and ship what's uh the app um i don't think actually we've talked about it. what what actually is the app that you're building and so shipping? yeah the the app that we decided to do um we had been talking about offline for a little bit before we even started the podcast and uh, my friend James wanted to create something to split transactions between people uh, where say, say two people go out to lunch. Um, one of them ends up paying more oftentimes than the other person ends up paying kind of for the total bill and being able to track that and say like, Oh, actually you owe me this time. And, and so they'll end up paying for, uh, for that meal or that, that bill between roommates or, uh, you know, rent between, between a couple of, of people. Um, just it's, it's a pretty simple premise, but it's splitting money amounts between people. And we called it fission um, because he comes from a, a science background and I come from a science background as well. And it sounded, sounded kind of interesting. And, and um, so it, it actually kind of really kickstarted us back into getting in the groove of wanting to, to actually ship this thing. And 
right now it's at sort of the the minimum viable product stage where things work. And I actually used it this weekend uh, with a couple of friends and and tracked some some events and transactions. Uh, but it's not in a design ready phase to be kind of put onto the app store. So we may eventually we may eventually put that into the app store. But for the time being, we've kind of concluded the whole uh, build and ship podcast aspect of it. And from now on, it'll probably be a every other week uh, we work on it. We talk a little bit about it. We learn how to implement some of the the designs that we have over at uh, visionapp.com. And, uh, and, and from there, kind of looking at the future of, of build and ship, I have one product in mind that I probably will work on on my own, whether or not that's going to be something that I can talk, uh, talk to for 30 minutes by myself. I'm unsure, uh, so far, but, but I kind of have something in mind and, and I may see if it'll work, um, and sort of restart the whole process. So we'll see. Yeah, I would uh it'd be interesting to follow along and uh and so um so the stuff on fissionapp.com is rut is uh whatever whether it's Photoshop or whatever you're using just mockups at this point right it's not screenshots yeah. from the actual app. Well, or yeah, mix. pretty close. The yeah. the yeah, the mockups on there are from from uh, Sketch app uh which we design we used to design the app. Uh but uh, a couple of screenshots from from the app itself look pretty close. It's just uh not not totally there yet. So not, not ready to, to hit the app store yet. Right. And you talked through some of the things as far as pricing and you know, sort of talk it all through in the podcast, uh, implementation app pricing features and things like that, that you're going to use and deliverables and all that kind of stuff. And so it's a good little sort of package of 11. Uh, so will there be a sort of, uh, looking back, you know, final 12th episode kind of thing? Nice round. I don't know why 12 isn't a round number more than 11, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe we, it's a we dozen. Did a, yeah, we did a little bit of uh, yeah, a nice a nice baker's dozen maybe. <laughs> we we uh did a little bit of that towards the end of the last episode week 11. But I don't know, it's it's tough. It's like I was saying before, it's I I guess I didn't necessarily mean that uh it's it's tough to talk to a person every week that you know. It was more like trying to set a scheduled time for a time to talk with some a specific person can be tough from week to week when this sort of thing kind of isn't your full-time job. Um, and he, he was traveling a lot and, and I kind of had a lot of stuff going on uh, during May and June. So um, we'll probably stop it here at week 11 and how the numbering will go from there. <laughs> not sure yet, <laughs> but I do, I do kind of want to resurrect it with, with a new project. So should yeah. be exciting. And it's, I mean, that's a, it's a great, I love the sort of simple, but uh, clear branding and just the site build even for, for what you did. And, and obviously as you scale up, if you, you know, keep the podcast going, then having all the episodes on the home page, just from a, just speaking of how someone might think about designing a podcast website, you know, that scales up obviously, or it doesn't scale up as well if you keep going into 50, 60 episodes. But at the same time, right. it's, I love the, just the simple clean look of the, sh the show, the page, the episode pages and all that kind of stuff that you, you did with the site. So, uh, um, well, well, thank you. Uh, it was actually, I mean, I can't take all the credit for it, but, um, <laughs> it was something that, um, I was inspired to just kind of put together as quickly as I could, 
the the logo for it, the name for it, just like the logo type and everything else underneath it was created really, really quickly using something called PageLines, which is a, a framework for uh, WordPress. Um, and it was in their it was in their previous iteration. Right now they're running something called DMS, a design management system. Um, but what what we were able to do with that was just load up WordPress, load up a, a really default theme and um, using using kind of custom CSS stuff, throw in our own images and and rearrange things and add some cool type and stuff. And um, we were able to to put that out in in a day or two. Um, so that that was really it was really integral in kind of pushing forward the idea that it's a more about the product and it's more about the content on the podcast. And it's, I'm not going to dwell on the design of everything. Um, but with this, with this kind of second project that we're planning for it or that I'm planning for it, not totally sure how I'll do that yet. I may, it may end up looking kind of like a, uh, like yours does now where you have a couple of shows sort of stacked up and turning those into into projects kind of within the build and ship name. Right. Yeah. Fun yeah. times ahead for I hope so. Yeah, it should be it should be fun. I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, you kind of have this this uh, expertise, not expertise, but more you you've done a podcast by yourself before, kind of the the too lazy to blog thing. Was it tough to to kind of do that on your own or <laughs> did you did you feel that did you were you able to fill the time with things other than vacuums? <laughs> yeah, it's uh speaking in a vacuum, it's uh it's tough. I don't I feel I get too self-conscious on my own, I think when I'm talking to myself and you know, I'm talking right now obviously to my computer and you're not obviously physically you're not in the room anywhere and I don't see a Skype window. I don't see like there's no indication other than you know, you talking back to me that there's somebody here. So it's really not that all that different than me just turning on the record button and or hitting the record button and, and talking too. But I think um, I sort of went back and forth from having it so scripted that I was basically just kind of reading a blog post or whatever, like reading a script mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to then having nothing scripted and kind of just, just running out of breath because I would just keep talking and talking and talking and not really, <laughs> not really getting yeah, anywhere yeah, and yeah. feeling like I just have to keep feeling the air, keep feeling, keep feeling. And so, uh, yeah, I've struggled. I'd love to be able to get back to doing that idea of, uh, and I've sort of toyed with, I've mentioned here too, like, the, you know, whether it's a member's feed, kind of similar to what uh, Sean Blanc does over at SeanBlanc.net, um, mm-hmm. something like that, or just, yeah, the too lazy to blog thing. I just, my wife and I were talking about it and she said, you just need to let too lazy to blog die and, and let it go away. So I don't know, maybe that's my... She often gives me good, good advice, harsh advice that I don't always want to hear sometimes, and or don't want to admit to myself. But uh, I, I think I just really stuck on the name and really enjoyed it. But it, it seems it's gone through three different revisions. I think maybe it is time just to say, put it out to pasture, and <laughs> along with experts on everything and other shows that have gone the way of the the dodo bird on SSKTN. But um, but yeah, I I like the the format, and I think it's a it's a really challenging idea and format. As I here I've talk now for three minutes or whatever straight that's okay. <laughs> but uh, that's, all, that's all right i'm, I'm listening man yeah. i'm listening <laughs> but it is it's a challenging way to push yourself as a podcaster broadcaster whatever you want to call yourself audio producer as well as talking and i think i that's the angle on it that i've taken is i'll do it i, I, th- I think i'm going to do something like that where yeah just to push myself and sort of like actually the show that you were on so just a little cross-promotional thing of 
uh, I set up a new specials show, but episode one of that sort of feed, um, mm-hmm. which uh, ended up titling Is This the Show, where it basically, you know, calling up sort of a reverse call-in show with uh, where I call people on my Skype Rolodex, so to speak. And uh, I enjoyed that. I, I was able to catch the rest of it uh, or catch the beginning of it. And, and I really did enjoy it. Yeah. And I had to, uh, I, in the midst of all that, I, we recorded that on last Thursday. And then in the midst, I, in the process, I, this weekend I had switched over hosting. I picked up a deal with WP engine hosting for a while and just a DNS issues and caching and all that stuff over the week. So I didn't actually get to properly launch the show until last night or yesterday, Monday here as we record or yeah. Tuesday is today, but yesterday was Monday. Anyway, so it's finally out there. But actually, just uh, it brought up an interesting idea for me. Of uh, I just tweeted out a direct link to the show in the meantime. Said here it is, you know, because my site is screwed up and I'm I don't have time to fix it right now and all that kind of stuff. And it kind of made it, you know, in terms of numbers and whatever, it was interesting sort of seeing how many people still downloaded it because just through a, a Twitter account and uh, mm-hmm. and Facebook page and stuff like that. Um, and just yeah, it brought up an interesting idea of like why why do we always have to have a full website for a podcast? Why not just have a Twitter account that tweets out the link and people go download it? And obviously, there's show notes that you'd miss out on and things like that. But uh, mm-hmm. just a little, you know, going back to sort of a really lightweight, quick and easy thing. It was kind of it was kind of nice on that hand. If I wasn't dealing with all the caching DNS issues, <laughs> I might have thought about it more and 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 left it as sort of like a a Twitter show almost or something. I don't know what you call that. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. Like the whole, the whole making sure things feel kind of lightweight and you are a content delivery system and kind of no matter which way, I mean, with Libsyn, I don't think I'm tracking where those downloads are coming from. So whether they're coming from iTunes or people going to the site or anything like that, I I mean, based on the traffic that I'm getting to the site, I don't think people are, are actually listening on the website. So really keeping the focus on something that is about the content and super lightweight and whether that's, you know, through Twitter and, and sending out a, a link to the MP3 file or whether that's a, a full-fledged website that, you know, points to a, an iTunes feed. Um, it really is just about getting, getting something out there. And, and that's what I've been trying to kind of focus on. I, I would love to start more podcasts and love to to keep things going. But, uh, uh, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes the, the motivation, getting that motivation is tough or having the motivation is easy. I mean, let me say, let me say that part, uh, being able to execute on that motivation is the tough part. So, so keeping things simple is, is really important to me. Yeah. And the whole, um, like I, the idea for a show is easy to do. And then the actual execution of it is a bingo. Yeah. yeah. And especially in past episode one, two, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, and you were you were saying a little bit about like um, putting uh, uh, too lazy to blog kind of out to pasture and, and leaving it alone for a little while, or even just like completely stopping it. And um, not 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 that I'm condoning that or saying that that you should do that, but getting feedback in general um, was pretty uh, pretty integral in like making us feel like we were doing something we would get maybe in the the total of the whole uh the whole thing we got maybe four emails four emails and probably four uh reviews on itunes and just kind of that little bit knowing that that somebody was listening to it and that somebody was i mean whether they were being critical about it and saying like you guys don't know what you're talking about um and you should really stop or whether they were saying like (laughs) 
you know, I'm really enjoying this. I'm actually working on my own product and just having this in the background and hearing you guys kind of talk shop is interesting to me was enough of a kind of a motivator to keep us going with it and, and, and bring it to this, this culmination of we're not really shipping, but we're, we're kind of finishing out the project. It's working. Um, yeah. And just, and, and it was, it was so nice just hearing from people. And and I, Tim in the chat room was, was one of those people who left a, uh, a review on our, our iTunes page, one of the first weeks. And, um, you know, Hey, maybe that, that alone skyrocketed us into the, uh, the new and noteworthy <laughs> section. So, it, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm super grateful for, for all of the support that we got, uh, throughout the whole thing. And, and I'm sorry that it has to, you know, end, end so kind of abruptly so far, but, um, there, there should be some really exciting chapters, uh, in its, in its journey, uh, soon. Yeah. That's, uh, I was going to say, Tim carries a lot of weight, uh, with, with, in the podcasting world. So, I mean, yes, he's, uh, that's Timothy B. Smith, which actually speaking of a uh, little segue, if you do want to leave a comment or review, I would really love it too. on iTunes, show me your mic is in there. If you do a search for SSKTN in the iTunes podcast store section, you can see all the other shows there and go ahead and leave five-star reviews for all of them if you want, if you're just, you know, got nothing to do for, it only takes a couple <laughs> minutes. And and it does actually in help in terms of review and or uh, promotion and possibility of getting promotion promoted outside of other, your regular sort of areas in, in iTunes. And, and so if you do like a show that you, whether it's my show or someone else's show you listen to, it is worth helping them out by going and leaving a quick rating review. And the review part is nice for, uh, I don't know how many people actually read reviews of podcasts before listening to them because, I mean, they're free and you can go download them. But I think it, it is definitely helpful for the, the producers out there to be able to see the feedback and hear, read, I guess, from from folks. Um, and you can also sskdn.com slash contact and, and leave me a note if you want, uh, if you're interested in coming on the show in the future. Um, and I want to get, Kyle out of the out of here because I know he has to go to another podcast with Timothy B. Smith over on the eastwing.net right away here. Um, but just quickly so I can wrap up, what uh, what are some of your favorite podcasts that you listen to on the That internet? is a very good question. That's a very good question. So I am not only a, a podcaster, but I'm probably more an avid podcast listener. I just, I, I listen probably way too much. My, uh, my unread or my unlistened count on Instacast on my phone is 243 right now. And it, it makes every time I look at it, I feel super terrible that I'm not able to catch up with everything that people are putting out right now. But uh, some of some of my kind of recent favorites, of course, I, I, I love all the shows that you're putting out on SSKTN. Um, one of my new favorite shows um, is uh, Babblenut with Paul Armstrong and Tim Smith, who's, who's also in the chat room. Um, the Balance podcast with Joel Buchelman and uh, Aaron Irizarry, I believe is, is uh, how you say the other guy's name. Um, that one's, I think they're in their third episode, but... Uh, Kyle Steed was their, their first interview on there. And, um, it's kind of all about balancing your, your work and kind of home life together. And that's something that, I mean, the whole, the whole premise of, of build and ship was to kind of do something as a side project and, and, uh, put something out that, that we work on, on our off time. And, and so finding that, that balance was really important to me. And I think they're doing a really great job over there. Um, with kind of interviewing people and finding out, you know, from all different kinds of perspectives, um, what, what people are doing. 
Um, I, I also use something called SoundGecko, uh, soundgecko.com. It's a, it's a tool that will take articles and throw them into a like spoken voice thing. And then you can load them up as a podcast. So I'll do that a lot with like medium articles and, uh, things that I don't want to sit here and, and, uh, look at my screen for 35 minutes while I read a, you know, a 5,000 word article. Does it add like um, a auto hipster voice if it comes from medium.com? Is it? It's, it's, that's a good question. It, <laughs> they have kidding. a couple of voices. They have, um, I pay, I pay a little bit extra and I can, I think there's a female voice that you can get when you pay money. So it's, it's a little, I mean, it's a little easier to listen to a little uh, softer on the ears. The one, the voice that you don't pay money for um, is a male voice and it's kind of choppy and, and kind of weird. So, um, sound gecko for sure is, is something that I use a lot. Um, a couple of others I listen to the gently mad with Adam Clark. I enjoy that one a lot. Uh, pixel recess with Paul Armstrong. I, I really enjoy that. I know that one's kind of on a hiatus right now, but it's so good. It's really good. Um, and then I listen to a whole bunch of five by five shows. Um, in any any five by five references you would probably make in any of your shows, I probably yeah I say them out loud into my <laughs> into my radio, and you know it's it's your show yeah. stuff like that. So he doesn't need any more promotion. He's got no no. I'm a <laughs> I'm a terrible terrible. I'm not a jackal, but I am I am absolutely a fan. Yeah, cool. Um, so where can folks find you, follow you, stalk you, all that kind of stuff on the webs? On the internet, uh, you can go to kyleroderick.com. I have most of my information there. You can also follow me on Twitter, Kyle Roderick, R-O-D-E-R-I-C-K. Um, buildingship.tv is the podcast that I run. Um, what else? What else? Uh, all, of, all of those kind of links are all available on my website. So if you just go there and go to the About section, I have you know the movies I'm watching, the beers I'm drinking, the everything else about me, the music <laughs> I'm making. So... Nice. And uh, somebody at some point will hopefully have uh, dug up the your old band website. So if I, if <laughs> I'll, that... I'll find You know what? I will. I'll probably show you here. Let me see. I have I have one that I can show you and then I'll, I'll send it to you. This is going to be super embarrassing. Holy moly. <laughs> it's all good. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. You can you can, you can say, close out the show, and I'll 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 get yeah, it to you. Yeah, you can email so to me and uh, and we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, you can uh, of course find me on on the Twitters, I Chris, and follow SSKTN on Twitter at SSKTN, Facebook.com slash SSKTN. There's a email newsletter which I I've fallen off. I think I think it's just the sunny weather and being outside a little more. I haven't gotten around to sending out the sort of I just. I'm trying to get into the habit of a weekly Monday morning-ish kind of newsletter. I'll send out just a, a word about what's up ahead this week on SSKTN. And maybe a Friday one saying this is what had happened, or or one of those anyways I'll get get around to doing each week. And uh, so that's at ssktn.com slash newsletter. And of course, you can view the schedule of when we record live at ssktn.com slash calendar. And then the live page is slash live. Also has a bit of the calendar on there too. Chat room there, you can join in with uh, the folks in the chat room while we record, when we record. And uh, I think that's it for this episode. Thanks, Kyle, for coming on. And be sure to go tune in, listen to him continue chatting if you haven't had enough Kyle yet, which I 
can't imagine that you have, over at theeastwing.net with Timothy B. Smith. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Show Me Your Mic on the SSKTN Podcast Network. Follow along on Twitter at SSKTN or like us on Facebook.com slash SSKTN. Be sure to visit SSKTN.com for interviews with other podcasters, as well as learn about other shows we produce, such as Welcome to the Internet, Too Lazy to Blog, and Lost in Lemon. <laughs>